Hello. Hi. So, I have finally made it onto whale TikTok. Whale TikTok? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm getting all these TikToks about kayaking with whales, all the amazing facts about the amazing creature of whale. And I'm so happy about it. Well, your favorite animal is a whale. So, my I favorite guess. animal changes like every like often because every so often because i love literally every single animal in the world it used to be an otter then i went to whales and now i'm in love with raccoons they're so freaking adorable like oh my goodness i want a pet raccoon so bad okay did you ever like at any point in your life did you ever want to be a vet a veterinarian. Yeah, <laughs> that was my. I feel like I everybody was, did. <laughs> I thought that was my life's calling in eighth grade. I, I know, so, me too. In eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade, around there, I so vividly remember like crying after watching that stupid, a what is it? Blackfish. A S P C A. Oh no, that was that was a few years later down the road. But that commercial with A S P C A. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. With the arms, the arms of an angel song, mm-hmm. in the arms of an angel, I watched like just just that commercial, and I went upstairs to my mom's bathroom, in tears, and I sat down with her, and I was like, "Mom, I think I have to be a vet. I have to save these animals. Like, <laughs> this is what I'm going to dedicate my life to." Aww. And she just like she was just like, "Okay, Mika, like yes, you know, <laughs> do what you need to do." <laughs> then I realized a few years later how much money and schooling and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just gosh. adopt a few dogs. Like, Yeah, no, literally I was a bio major like my freshman year of college because I was like, because literally oh, like my entire oh my god, don't even <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I was a bio major because literally for my entire life, like I was like I'm going to be a vet, like like you, I was like, this is my life's calling. Like, I need to save these animals, right? Like, we I love have animals. have to at all costs. Yes. I was like, I love animals so much. But then I remembered that I'm horrible at math and science. And guess what a science degree is mostly made up of? <laughs> math and fucking science. So oh, yeah. Oh, hell, I could never. I fucking changed majors with the quickness. <laughs> oh, yeah. my Actually, my dream when I retire, I envision this and I will work so hard to attain this. My dream is to just own like five or six, maybe even seven dogs, um, like little chihuahuas, little like schnauzers, yorkies, whatever, all all problematic and who need rehabilitation <laughs> special <laughs> homes. And I just want to, like, dedicate my life to them when I'm old. When I was in college, I used to work opening shifts at Starbucks on campus. I didn't have a car. I didn't have anything to my name other than... I didn't have a stick to my name except the free coffee. The free coffee in my hands. Yeah. (laughs) I would walk to Starbucks in the morning. I had to be there at 6 a.m. I lived, like really near campus I would walk to work it took me like 15-20 minutes to walk um 
and I saw this lady every casita. morning. <laughs> yeah, my little tiny one bedroom house I shared with my sister. I'd walk to, I walk across campus, and I would see this lady, like walking seven dogs, all of them tiny. She wore a big old hat. It was like sunrise, and she would just walk these dogs. And I'm like, holy shit, dude! Like, what is your life about? I want to do that. Tell me the secret to just doing this every day. <laughs> Because, I mean, I imagine if you own seven, six dogs, like, you have to, like, work part-time. You can't be full-time, like, owning that many dogs. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Wait, was the lady white? I don't remember. Probably. Okay, Okay, because honestly, I'm not trying to, like, uh, generalize, but I feel like a lot of my white friends, they always have, like, six, seven, eight, nine Animals. animals in their house, and I'm like... Damn, like, I love animals, but fuck, like, y'all yeah. don't even have the space for this, like, what is the reason? I was working with a dog trainer once, like, this, around this time last year, I started getting training for my problematic dog, which we'll go into later. She had 14 dogs and a baby. And a Her, baby? Like, a yes. human baby? Yes! She, she had just, like, a one-year-old kid. And she literally said, no, I, I have 14 dogs. In my head, I'm like, what the fuck? She had, like, a, <laughs> a tattoo, uh, like, for dogs. Like, she really, like, we're talking about how we, much we love animals. I can't even imagine her. She adores animals. And, I mean, that's great. I love it. But I just can't imagine, like, how? Just how? How isn't your house a mess? How do you raise a kid? And she had recently gotten divorced. And she, when she was married, her and her husband had, like, 20-something dogs. And they had to each separate the dogs when they divorced. Can you imagine? Oh, my what? God. Oh, I'm my gosh. That rem- this is great. I, she's living my dream life. <laughs> that reminds me. Um, one time I was, uh, when I was interning, I was interning at a PR agency. And I had to feed my boss's cats like I had to go like okay my boss is on vacation (laughs) and me and my other coworker, we had to um we had to go to her house and feed her cats do you know how many cats she had how many seven seven cats wow did she live in an apartment a house like how big was the place no she lived in a house and it was like a decent sized place. The only reason it didn't reek of like cat shit litter is because she had this like little, I don't know what to call it. It was kind of like a little sunroom. It wasn't a backyard or anything, but it was mm, a little room. Like a, it's called like a, a greenhouse now or like, um, yes, yes. It was sort an of not room, like an, an Arizona room. An Arizona. I, I don't room, know right? if that's, I don't know if that's the actual name, but yes, it was sort of like, it was a room that was outside of the house, but like not the backyard. And that's where all the cat litter, the cat litter boxes were. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason why the house didn't fucking reek. But I just think that's crazy. Like seven, I (laughs) listen, I love cats. I love animals, but like, there's a limit. Like, I'm sorry. Especially but... if you're a functioning full-time worker with, like, a family uh... and mouths to feed. I don't know. To each their own. How many animals is too much for you? 
I feel like realistically too, like yeah, that's kind of the cap. And like, I feel like, like you were saying, like when I retire, I would love to just have like so many animals. Wait, like, I stop. feel like that's what. Don't stop. Stop saying like so much. Oh, you said it like sorry. five times in one sentence. <laughs> okay, keep going. Sorry. Um. When I retire, I would love to have a bunch of animals that I live with. Like, that just yeah. sounds amazing. But when you have right time now, yes, when I have the time for it. But right now, no, that just sounds like too much work. Yeah. No, I want to work to be able to have all the animals that I want. Like, I want a big house. I want a little, like, room just for them. Not little, sorry. A big room just for them where they have access to go outside, you know, and live a beautiful life, you know. But I just got to I gotta hustle, make some money moves, and then get to that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how was your weekend? Let's talk about our weekends. Well, I feel like your weekend was way more eventful than mine. Like, Girl, my, honestly, my weekend's are always busy. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, it's because this weekend was my mom's birthday. I don't know about y'all, but if I don't do something special for my mom, well, she won't make a big fit about it. Like, she's not, she's not a brat. Of course, she's my mother. But I just, I wanted to do something special for her, especially since COVID has kind of robbed us of so many fun things we could have done. So um, my mom actually has a twin. She's my tia. So we wanted to surprise them both with a birthday party, um, an actual surprise. I don't, I don't think I've ever thrown anyone a surprise birthday party. My dad, my sister, and I, we all got together and, you know, split the cost for all the food. We ordered 10 pounds of shrimp, uh, chicken, and steak to make on the grill. Where did um, you like order protein. all that food from? My dad had that already planned i don't know oh. but um but yeah so we just made a huge cookout and i required everybody either get tested or wear a mask um <gasps> so that they could come wow yeah i mean did everyone do it i fucking hope so i think most people did um i think there was just maybe two people who didn't i wasn't gonna be rude or say anything though because i don't know <laughs> i just imagine you're like at the door like being the fucking bouncer and being like Show me your negative instead of like, instead of like, show me your ID, instead of showing your ID, like, show me your negative test result now. If I could, I would. And you know, I was someone who said we should do that. And my dad had the nerve to say, oh, Mrs. Controlling over here wanted everyone to get a test. I'm like, dad, um, I'm sorry. We're supposed to be doing this. We're not even supposed to be here together, but we're making an exception for my mom. I don't understand. Like, everyone's kind of uh, mindset on on what's safe or what's good or not during COVID is, is just, ugh, like, y'all should be getting tested every week. Like, y'all should be throwing COVID-free parties. <laughs> yes, no. Um, also, you should have said, like, Dad, I'm a fucking Virgo. Of course I'm controlling. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my nature. <laughs> how many times do you think you've gotten tested since March? If you I, had to guess. Oh my God. If I had to guess, how, there's four weeks in a month. 
I try and get tested like twice a month. How many months has it been? Girl, you get tested like you get tested like every week. Don't even lie. Not every week. Not every week. The people at the testing Um, site know Angela like (laughs) by name. Hey, it's free testing. I don't see anywhere in the website where it says don't get tested too many times or you'll lose your <laughs> privilege. You're, we'll revoke your testing rights. And I'm like, you dude, get if cut I can, off from testing. <laughs> if I can know my status, and I, I understand that there is, you know, an incubation period where you're very likely to get a, a, false, a false negative. I understand that, but at the same time, I, I just think like, if I'm going to do something about it, if I cannot stay in my home and quarantine from my job, quarantine from my family, from my boyfriend, like it is just not possible to keep doing that for the whole until this pandemic ends. So I'm just going to do what I think is best and get tested as, as often as I can, because if I'm exposing myself to people, then I want to know if I'm good or not before I go see my parents, before I go see my grandma like before I go back into work, even if I'm asymptomatic. That's my take on it. So, okay, me and Angela have the same birthday. And this has happened like twice where like, okay, so we went to the to the drive up testing and they require you to verify your birthday. They asked me to verify my birthday and I told them and they asked Angela and she told them, they were like, wait, do you guys have the same birthday? <laughs> It is on our IDs, sir. Yeah. um, I don't know. That was funny. He was like, are you guys brother and sister? And we were like, at the same time, we were like, no, we're best friends. (laughs) (laughs) We're so annoying. (laughs) I know. And then I remember one other time. Didn't they think think we were were a couple, too? Oh, that's what it was. He didn't ask if we were related. He was like, are you guys a couple? And we were like, uh, no. <laughs> Ew. <Awkward>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. And then I remember another time, I think we were at Zips, and she was like, she looked at both of our IDs at the same time, and she was like, wait, what? Do you guys have the same birthday? And we were like, at the same time. But we're why like, would you yes. ask? <laughs> but, like, why would you ask? Why? Like, it's obvious we do. Why? I don't understand people. I mean, like, I can see how somebody can get tripped up by that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if I was in that position and I saw, like, I'd be like, am I seeing double or <laughs> what the fuck? Um, we should fuck with people. But, yeah. and be like, no, he, he is my brother. Like, um, our mom. Oh, we should. <laughs> we were we separated at first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, we were separated at birth and then we met each other at a mall. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, imagine they made a show like that, but sister brother, I would love that. And we're the main characters. (laughs) We're funny. Should we pitch this show? Let's do it. Let's use this podcast as like our launching pad. Hey. Yeah. If there are any Hollywood execs listening to this, slide in the DMs. In the dens. So what did you do this weekend, Dylan? I literally didn't do anything. I just watched Steven Universe. 
Oh, you know what I did do this weekend? I fucking voted. Oh, you did? So quickly. Oh, my goodness. Congrats to you. Yes, early voting, early ballot drop-off came the fuck through. I'm going to do that. I'm tracking my fucking ballot so that it gets (gasps) counted. Oh, my God, yes. This is no fucking joke, y'all. It's not. Oh, yeah. It's definitely not. I need to... I, I, so, you got your ballot in the mail, right? And then you went to go drop it off in person? It's um, it's kind of like a little... Como se dice? Like, you know when you donate clothes and there's just, like, a bin or something? Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like yes, that. Yes, I do. It's like a big... It's a big metal cube, and you just slide it in. <laughs> oh, it's metal. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the exact fucking material, but you know. And how do you track it? Stuff. Yeah, and how um, do you track you get, your ballot? You get text updates, and you can oh, see it online. That's lit. I am going to check on the status of my ballot and figure that out. Yeah. I wanted to yeah, honest- vote in person. Like, I wanted yeah, to stand in line and go to the polls, you know? And I might still, I don't know. But if I do, you bet you're asking when to wear some fuck Trump, like, attire. I'm actually mm-hmm. going to go to Amazon and look for that right now because fuck Donald <laughs> Trump. Just type, in fuck, just fuck, type in fuck Trump in the search bar. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> Anyone who's um, a Trump supporter yeah. cannot listen to this podcast. Okay, thanks. Bye. I mean, you can, but, like, you're not welcome. Sorry. You can sit with us. You're not. You don't have a seat at this table. Yes. Um, Sorry about that. But, yeah, I feel, and it honestly, it felt so good, like, just to vote. So, I've been dating my boyfriend now for about two years, and he's met my parents before, but my parents, uh, being the Hispanic, strict, Catholic, traditional parents they are uh they don't really like my relationship with my boyfriend um and that's been a huge challenge that I've had to kind of navigate because for me it's like standing up for what it is that I want the way that I want to live my life even though they disagree while still maintaining a good relationship with my parents um and respect right because that was such a huge thing even for you Dylan like respecting your parents at all costs so um, I'm glad to report and say that um, my parents are the kind of parents who are always willing to support whatever it is that makes me happy. So with this weekend, there was a great opportunity to bring my boyfriend um, so that they could kind of just have some more bonding time. That's super important. Ladies, if you're in a serious relationship and want your partner to be part of your family, like don't make the same mistakes I did. In the beginning, I wasn't really too uh, preoccupied or concerned with, like, my parents' view, like, on my relationship. It was more so, I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm graduated with college. Like, I don't have to listen to you guys anymore. I'm much, I'm much, uh, I'm very much rebelish in that way. But uh, with this weekend, things went super well, and they're now more receptive to my relationship and my boyfriend. And I'll get into specifics about what it is they don't like later. I'm sure Dylan and I will make a, an episode all about um, what our parents want from us and for us and what, how we're disappointing them. <laughs> 
Oh, and yeah. also, like, how know. different our parents are, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, like, we do have similar upbringings, but the way that we navigate our families are very different. And it's actually really mm-hmm. interesting, I think, like, how different yeah. <clears throat> that me and Angela, like, the dynamics in our families and how different they are. Um, yeah, and family... But Angela... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, too, agree with you on that, and that family life is, is it's very important to how you interact with other people, to what kind of relationships you fall into in your future, romantic or friendships or work relationships. It really does determine a lot of your adult life and your decision-making and what you're afraid of. I once had a therapist tell me, um, if you can, she said, if you can overcome the challenges and have good communication in your family then you can overcome anything and you can communicate with anyone. And I just think that is so true. Yeah. Um, I'm still working on that. <laughs> but we all are. Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm still working on communicating effectively with my family. But, you know, it's all a work in progress. I yeah. wanted to ask you, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know if, and you don't have to get into this if you don't want to, you can just talk about it a little bit, but like, why do you think, what do you think was one of the main reasons that um, your parents didn't really like your relationship with your boyfriend? Like, was there anything specific or was it just the fact that you're with a boy in general? Like, is that what they were bothered by or what was it? Yeah, I think it was it was a mix of things. I think at first, they didn't really take the relationship as seriously because I've had boyfriends before. And, you know, they probably just thought, oh, this is going to last a year and then that's it, right? <laughs> and whether I can't really, I don't really know right now how, if I'm going to stay with this person forever, you know, I'm just happy the way things are now and, and trusting my gut with things. But I think now that we've been together for more more than a year, almost two years, um, part of it is just the fact that at first, you know, um, they didn't really know what kind of relationship I had, what, what was going on. And I mean, I'm just doing what, what I want to do and whether that's that they don't really agree with certain things. And a lot of Hispanics don't agree with things like, you know, obvious things like premarital sex or, um, sleeping over with your boyfriend, taking trips with your boyfriend. Like it's very much you have to get married before all these things. It's a super traditional way of thinking and it works for some people and that's amazing. But me personally, at the age of 22, 21, when I started dating my boyfriend, that's just not what I wanted. I knew from a very early age, like I was excited to explore um, a romantic relationship and just do things different than my parents. My, uh, not, I don't want to speak too much about my parents because it's their life, but that's just not something they ever did or wanted for me. So it's been kind of hard for them to come to terms with that. And they're very conservative in that way. Um, so changing that, <laughs> or I can't really change them, but I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have parents that will eventually come around, you know, but it was really difficult. There was moments where like 
I just, it's hard when you're just a girl, a simple girl living in a simple world who wants simple things <laughs> and what your parents want for you doesn't align with that. And they're not happy with that. And just knowing that and knowing that what you're doing, they're disapproving of, you know, isn't great. But fortunately I do have a, a great boyfriend who, who was kind of willing to um, show up, you know, and, and kind of win, win their trust or win their approval in some way, even if they don't agree with what they're doing. Because for, for many, many Hispanic parents, I don't know if your parents are included in this, Dylan, but living with your partner before marriage, it's like almost as worse as murdering someone. Like that is one of the worst things you can do. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they're going to react if I decide to do that. But are your parents <laughs> somewhat like that, Dylan? No, not at all. Um, I feel like my parents aren't as traditional as like maybe other uh, Latinx parents are, which I'm thankful for. But that's like, I don't know. There are a lot of other issues that I have with my family that I'm not going to go into right now, but... No, like, I think if I were to move in with somebody, like, it wouldn't, I don't think it would be as bad as murder. That's great for you. (laughs) (laughs) And I also think, like, in addition to having, like, a good boyfriend, I feel like you also have good parents in the sense of, like, even if they may be uncomfortable with your with how you navigate your relationship, like they're still willing to accept and understand and work with you. And I think that's really nice. Like they're very, they seem, at least to me, I mean, I don't fucking know them, but they seem very like adaptable and understanding. Yeah. As a Latinx um What are you doing? Family. Are you eating? No. Oh. As a Latinx, as a Latinx, um, member of the community um, and knowing how many Hispanic and Latin parents are. I do feel very lucky that my parents are uh, like more adaptable and even if they don't agree, they'll come around and I hope that, you know, a lot of people can be inspired by that and, and do the same thing because it's really not the end of the world and we got to work on breaking these generational traumas and curses and um, chains yeah. that make us all make the same mistakes generationally you know what i think about all the time what do you think like our generational curses are gonna be like to the next generation because honestly not to toot our own horn but like i feel like we're pretty damn accepting like of all types of people like our generation we're very socially aware of everything like we're socially aware of the environment of racism like Mm -hmm. and i'm sure there are going to be lots of other issues but like we're kind of perfect so (laughs) we're very our generation of you know latinx people and um just us we're so much more but that's the point of generations that things do get better and as far as what our problems will be, I don't really know. It's hard to say. You know, maybe we're, we're going to, now that we're going through all this fucking 
COVID shit, we're going to be fearful of many things or mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to say, man. But my, my, my accomplished, or I would feel very accomplished if I were to break all the generational emotional trauma and stuff like that for my children, you know, kind of teach them to be different in a good way. Yeah. And I also think like, I would feel very accomplished if like, I don't even know if I fucking want children, but like if I did have children and they were like, you know, gay, lesbian, trans, whatever, if they could like just be open about that from like a young age and not have to face any discrimination, Mm -hmm. like that would make me feel like so accomplished if I could provide that environment and also that they can live in that type of environment. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like we are really, like, changing as far as that, whereas, like, 10 years ago, like, there were still so many taboos towards LGBT um, people, mm-hmm. and now it's, like, changing. It's, it has changed so much, and, of course, it's not perfect, but I can see the vision, and I'm, like, hopeful, you know? hmm Right. What a serious talk. (laughs) I think that being hopeful is the most important thing and changing the things that hurt us for the future is incredibly important. And there's so many problems within the Latinx community that I think we'd love to get into also in the future episodes. But I mean, to start, we can just start by talking about our own experience and what we wish was different. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. How long have we been running? Um, thirty minutes. Oh, wow. Do you want to? Do you want to go a little longer, or? Mm, I mean, what do we want to end on? I don't know. We can talk what about what value Halloween. have we? Yeah. Well, what? Let's value talk, let's talk about something lighter. <laughs> Hold on. What? I'm just gonna ask you. What value do you think we've brought to people so far with this conversation? I don't know, Angela. We're just, we're just talking. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So on a lighter note, um, we wanted to talk about what's coming up this month, Halloween. Do you have official set plans for Halloween? I believe that I do. So just earlier, Dylan and I thought about going to a pumpkin patch this weekend. Um, with a corn maze, and we want to do really cool photos for our Instagrams um, and make some memories. But aside from that, my boyfriend and his roommates are planning like a COVID safe um, Halloween party as well. I'm not sure if it'll be outdoors in their backyard or inside, but but everyone's getting tested. But everyone's gonna be tested. I'm gonna be the bouncer, letting them in or not. Oh my show, god! Show your negative <laughs> test results at the door, or you can't come in, <laughs> or get out. <laughs> or get um, out. <laughs> but for me, we've gone through so many costume ideas, and I decided I'm gonna be a pink, monochromatic pink themed alien and i'm going to hold up a sign that says earth sucks because it really does right now and my boyfriend's going to be an astronaut i think that's so cute i love the pink 
I, I don't know. I just love that. I think that's really cute. No, I hope it turns out really cute. I'm excited. What are what are your costume ideas? Have you decided? Oh, so I, to my knowledge, I'm going to a COVID safe party as well. To your knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if negative test results will be, will have to be required at the door, but we'll see. Um, but as far as costumes, like I'm still debating. So my... Uh, if all else fails, this is what I'm going to be, is Ken, like Barbie and Ken. And specifically the I Ken from... Uh, I know. I specifically want to be the Ken from Toy Story, only because he wears mm -hmm. uh, like a blue leopard. Because he's <laughs> so hot. No. Because he wears like a blue leopard button down. I have a shirt exactly like that. And it is a pretty mm. simple... Um, it is a pretty simple costume, but, like, I don't know. I kind of want a little more, like, flavor, seasoning, you know? Like, I don't what know. If, I kind of want to do... Ken... Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to add that if you're Ken, you have to have a Barbie with you so people can really understand. Like, you have to be holding a Barbie girl. So I need a woman on my arm? <laughs> you do. <laughs> I was thinking of asking um, my friend Cynthia, maybe, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I kind of yeah. want to do something, like, maybe with makeup. Like, I don't know, last year, I didn't do the makeup, but I was just, like, a skull. I just wore, like, skull makeup, and I feel like it really turned out well but that's because my friend did it for me <laughs> mm -hmm. um and i have zero makeup skills even though i watch makeup videos i have zero makeup skills <laughs> but i don't know angela what should i be i think i think ken is a great idea i think if you do it though i would like to see you holding a barbie doll as well it would just make sense and it'd be such a cute picture and if your friend can do it or if you can't, if your friend can be Barbie, that would be great. But if not, like, go for it. Live your Ken dreams. Be your Ken doll. L like, live your life. And Single Ken. You know, so cute. If you had a boy. <laughs> if I had a boyfriend, we could oh my God, be oh my God. Ken. Yes, you guys could both be Ken. And then you can take a picture kissing. And that'd be so cute and such a statement. And if you're going to be single uh. Ken, you could say, you could say something like, in your caption, since you're a professional caption writer for a living, you could say, um, <laughs> I could give you this tip, and you could say, um, catch single Ken on Tinder. That'd be so cute. Oh, my. Okay, that caption needs work. But, yeah, <laughs> no, that that would be super cute, but I am disgustingly single. <laughs> and That's a good honestly, thing. I'm, yeah, no, I'm, like, fine with it. I'm not in at a point in my life where I could sustain a relationship. But I feel like I mm -hmm. only want a relationship for shit like this. Like, for co <laughs> like couples, couples rent a boyfriend. Rent a Go on rentaboyfriend.com. Let me see if that's a thing. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, I might just end up doing that because I don't fucking Being know. Kind. And if I can't, yeah, and if I can't get a Barbie, um, 
then I'll just get a Barbie doll. I don't know. Do that. Just order one on Amazon. I'm sure they're there. And if you're going to be Ken, you could even do like a cute makeup look. Like I'm sure Ken, I'm sure Ken wears makeup. You know what I do? Oh, he wasn't oh sweet. yeah. No, Ken definitely wears BB cream. <laughs> <laughs> he wears BB cream and this bougie ass lip balm and he uses hyaluronic acid in morning and night. Okay, he wears BB cream infused with SPF. He wears a tinted red lip balm that makes his uh, lips really red. He wears the fucking Glossier boy brow. Like, <laughs> he, wears, he wears makeup, definitely. And I could definitely do something like that. But I was also thinking, I saw this, I saw this picture, um, and it was of a brat, like one of the boys brats dolls, and he Ooh. was low-key, very aesthetic, like boys? Y2K looking. I didn't know and, there was boys brats dolls. Okay, Angela, you need to let me talk. I'm sorry, but you keep like interrupting me. <laughs> Are you mad? Go ahead. I'm not interrupting. I'm adding to the conversation. Oh, you're interrupting me. Keep going. Um, yeah, no, I saw a picture of this boy, Bratstall, um, and he looked very, like, early 2000s, very Y2K-esque. And I don't know. He was wearing makeup, too. So I thought about doing that, but then, like, I don't know. Would cute. people even get the costume because I feel like the more iconic like when you think of brats you think of like the girl brat dolls you know and those no, are people like people would get it I don't know I, I feel like I'd want to do like I would be definitely be open to like a boy or what the fuck am I saying <laughs> I would definitely be open to dressing up as a actual brat doll like I don't know like Yasmin or Chloe but yeah, I don't know. I think those are both great ideas, and you just need to execute them well. Yeah. I don't know. See, <laughs> I think if you were a boy's brats, you would just really need to hit it hard with the outfit. Be very Y2K about it. Um, because there's not much you can do with makeup to make that. Well, you can. You can do, like, a, the big-eyed look, and you already have luscious, gorgeous Cuban lips, so... You have that Ooh, going for you already. You. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm looking at all the Bratz outfits, and I want to wear all of them. Wow. You should be a Bratz doll. Maybe next year. Can we talk about how I have so many amazing costume ideas <laughs> for you, and you never take any of them? <laughs> oh, listen, Dylan, you have the best ideas, but I just got to feel it. I got to... It's got to be in my gut. <laughs> and this year, I'm feeling... Last year, I wanted to be a stripper from, from what's the No, movie? you wanted um, to be... Taylor's movie. You wanted to be a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Donna Marvel's slutty Halloween YouTube video really inspired me. And ever since, I've been like, you know what? I am going to be a slut on Halloween. Fuck all you hoes. Yeah. I mean, okay, why not? Like, I, who fucking cares? If I get my body right eventually i want to be a slut on halloween i want to be a I'll gay slut <laughs> i'll help you what is a gay slut dress like okay the sure? gays they oh my gosh angela like the gays fucking dick out ass out like 
basically borderline naked, but then they wear like cat ears and they're a cat. <laughs> like it's basically like the sexy girl Halloween costumes, but like what way on the other side of the spectrum, like it's basically just like show as much skin as possible and wear really tight. It's not as exciting as like yeah, but it's just not as exciting as like a girl slutty costume. To like, you. Yeah, you're just showing you're just showing your abs and but like okay i don't know girls no, you're totally funny. right yeah girls are just like i feel like women's fashion is way more exciting than men's fashion like when i look when i watch the fancy fashion show <laughs> can we wait i actually we need to take a moment to shout that out because that show was amazing and the fact yes. that she launched like men's lingerie like I incredible worship Brianna pioneer pioneer incredible like, yes iconic just everything we stand oh, man we stand but yeah like women's fashion is just it's everything especially like Halloween costumes like I just I live for all of them so what's like your boyfriend's astronaut costume gonna be like is it literally just gonna be like a spacesuit with a helmet um you know i looked on amazon and they they have these like orange jumpsuit nasa looking type uh costume so i think you might just go for that and i don't know where to find a helmet though let me see if there's someone amazon too i'm an amazon ho unfortunately yeah you love giving jeff bezos more money <laughs> Hey, okay, simple girl living in a simple world. What can I say? If I could never buy from Amazon again, I would. But like, if there was a competitor, it's like, so hard. So convenient, and it's just so convenient. If there was a competitor that was more ethical, of course I would go with them. But I just, I mean, I don't know. I need to do more research and see what how I can support, not just Amazon. I'm really, ever since this pandemic, I'm really trying not to buy from the big corporate brands. Like, whenever mm -hmm. I go out to eat or something, I make, I try local. to buy local. Yes, absolutely. I think, I think that's a wrap on our very first recorded episode. Um, we want to thank anyone who's listening for listening. We are very appreciative and surprised, and thank you. You know, this was rough. <laughs> to listen to but thanks for bearing with us yeah it might it might have been rough to listen to but we will get the hang of it and keep on going with this thing and that's on growth <laughs> that's on growth yes so i want to encourage anyone listening to go ahead and just look us up on instagram follow us at friend time audio that way you can engage with us get to know us a little better ask us questions, DM us your stories that you'd like to share, anything that you um, listen to us talk about and related to. We'd love to know. Yes. And yeah, like we're always open to topics you want to talk about. Or even if you just want to talk, like even if you're just feeling sad and you just want somebody to talk to, like even DM if you us. Want as, as a friend, if you want to join our friend group, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I think that's a wrap.
All right, time to hang up on our friend time audio call. Bye. Bye.